1: On today's show, processed food. Does our body absorb it differently? These days, we process the crap out of our food. So much so that scientists came up with the term ultra-processed to distinguish this stuff from regular processed food. It's stuff like prepackaged, ready-to-eat, ready-to-heat type foods. So rather than cheese, we're talking about cheese whiz. Instead of plain yogurt, go-gurt industrially made bread, cookies, frozen meals, that kind of thing. And it turns out we're eating quite a lot of this stuff. In the U.S., just under 60% of the average person's diet is ultra-processed food. And studies have found that the more ultra-processed food you eat, the higher your risk is for stuff like cancer, heart disease, and diabetes, and even death. So why is this stuff so bad for us? Well, after making a lot of phone calls, I kept hearing this phrase over and over again from scientists all over the world. Food the food matrix. The food matrix. Food matrix. Food matrix. The food matrix is the main point. So I called up Katrina Edwards. She's a nutrition researcher at the Quadrum Institute. Her job is to study food on a microscopic level. She loves looking at teeny slices of food under the microscope. Her favorite food to peek at is chickpeas.
0: The cell structure of chickpeas is and how beautiful (laughs) they look under the microscope. Why do you think they are beautiful? Well, I think it's the shape and um, they look very neat and organized. The
1: plant cells are very
0: well defined.
1: So it's sort of like the, I'm imagining sort of like a stained glass.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a bit like that. Yeah, you can stain it with dyes and it looks
1: pretty colors. And Katrina spends all this time at the microscope to better understand the food matrix, which she told me is basically the structure of our food, how it's put together. She said, you can think of it this way.
0: You might experience it as like something being crunchy or soft or hard or having a different feel to it. How it feels in the mouth is is a big clue.
1: Yeah, big picture, when we process food, it's a very noticeable texture change. Like, think of a single corn kernel when it's fresh or dry or popped. Different in your mouth. And if you were to zoom in, the tiny structures inside are also different. And scientists like Katrina are looking at what that means down the line. Like, does this change how our body breaks food down? And if it does, could that be causing our ultra-processed food problems? Katrina did a study several years back that could help us understand all this. We're going to call it the Chunky Porridge Pre-Poop Protocol. Buckle up. Okay, so the first thing they did was whip up two types of this wheat porridge. One was more processed, it was smoother. And one was less processed, it was chunkier. And they wanted to see what happened when people ate this stuff. Did the smooth stuff break down differently than the chunky stuff?
0: So we wanted to understand if we preserve some of that structure. How is that digested? And especially how it was digested in the upper gut, so the the stomach and the small intestine. And the difficulty here is that you can't easily access the stomach and the small intestine.
1: Yeah, it's not super accessible because this part of your gut is kind of coiled up behind your belly button. It's not like you can reach it by poking a finger up your butt. And Katrina and her buddies really wanted to check out what was going on with the porridge here, because this is where the middle part of digestion happens, before food gets fully churned into poop. Because by the time it's poop, the nutrients have already been absorbed, and everything kind of looks the same. So they found the perfect group of people for their study, those who'd had a procedure called an ileostomy, which can happen when the lower gut has a disease or some other issue and needs to be removed. A surgeon has to make an alternate exit route for food waste. So they go in.
0: And then they make like a hole in the abdominal wall. So like imagine like the front of your abdomen. Um, and then the small intestine is basically diverted to that opening.
1: The small intestine is rerouted so that the stuff inside comes out the side of the belly.
0: And then they're fitted with a, an external ileostomy bag, which is like a, a pouch.
1: So the remains of what people eat ends up in this little bag. Were you excited to be able to have kind of a window into the, the middle part of digestion? Oh, it was so
0: exciting, honestly. <laughs> I think the, the participants couldn't quite understand why we were so excited about getting this material. <laughs> but it's like gold dust, you know, to, to us. So uh, it was fascinating.
1: Studying these people meant Katrina's group could kind of freeze frame this porridge mid-digestion to see if anything was different between the more processed versus the less processed stuff as it made its way through the gut. So every two hours after people ate the porridge, they emptied out these bags and gave the stuff inside to Katrina and her team. Um, was it as beautiful as the chickpeas?
0: Oh no, never. <laughs> but but very, very exciting. Very exciting, especially to see what came out the other end was, was very interesting.
1: So what yeah, what did come out the other end? Like, actually and and like is it is it like poop at that point or is it something different?
0: Um it's more uh it's more liquid. Mushroom soup, I would
1: say. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I can picture that. Uh-huh. She took the soupy post porridge and put it under the microscope to find out if the body digested it differently, depending on how processed it was. First, she looked at the stuff that came out after people ate the smooth, highly processed porridge. She was looking for those little pieces of wheat. And she couldn't see any sign of the stuff. There were no particles. But then, when she looked at what was left of the chunky porridge... It looked like what we'd
0: put into the porridge was coming out the other end. You know, we put two millimeter particles in and two millimeter particles came out.
1: And what this suggests is that if the food matrix is all broken down and mushed up, it's way easier for our body to digest, and we absorb the nutrients much faster. And for foods like wheat, that means the sugar we get from them can rush into our bloodstream instead of a gentle trickle. In fact, Katrina looked at this in her study. They took blood samples from the participants. And they found that with the smooth, more processed porridge, their blood sugar spiked more, by 12%. And
0: that's quite a, quite a big effect. So basically, um, if you eat coarse porridge, your blood sugar r- levels rise much less and m- more slowly than they would if you eat uh, smooth porridge.
1: In the paper, Katrina and her colleagues plotted this out in a beautiful graph, a line graph, the best kind. And you can see people's blood sugar when they eat the smooth stuff has a higher rise and a bigger fall compared to the less processed stuff. Other studies have looked at different foods and found something similar. The more processed, the faster the sugar or fat rushes into our bloodstream. And this could help explain why this stuff isn't great for us, because the more often your blood sugar is peaking and crashing and peaking and crashing, the higher the risk of getting type two diabetes and heart disease. Katrina is so convinced by this research that she said, if she was borderline diabetic, she'd probably avoid ultra processed foods.
0: Um, I think if I was, if I went to the doctor one day and they told me that, then I would probably freak out a little bit and then think, right, I need to get hold of my diet. So, you know, it's very individual and it's easy for me to sit here and say like, well, you know, if I had had been diagnosed with prediabetes or metabolic syndrome or something that I would, I would be a bit more careful about what I eat. But I do think there's very convincing evidence
1: now, this is likely just one of a few reasons why eating lots of ultra-processed food has been linked to chronic diseases. We investigate a few other possibilities over in our full episode on processed food, including food additives and whether or not plastics are leaching into our foods. If you'd like to listen, head over to our main feed, Science Versus. Just search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS. And click on Processed Food. A load of baloney. I'm Rose Rimler. See you over there.